read, play, stream, bench, the why not list. Check it out because why not? Awesome. All right. So we're here again uh, for another edition of the Why Not List. And we've got Drew Karwa, the founder of Inspo and Haiku Jam, just, uh, who's just shared with us his whole entrepreneurial journey and embracing a question of why not in his own life. And Drew, we'd love to know a little bit about your recommended sources of information and inspiration. Um, can you share with us some of the things that you've been reading or listening to or writing or essentially like consuming as you go about your journey? Yeah, for sure. So I think uh, I always struggle with these kinds of questions just because of recency bias. I feel like I'm always a lot more enchanted and in love with what I've read or consumed recently. <laughs> um, but I feel like there's, there's two or three books that do come to mind that have really been influential for me. The first is, it's quite an old and classic book, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance by Robert Pesic. That is a classic. And, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I read it last year and particularly enjoyed it because I've always like really loved uh, motorcycling and uh, never I, I never learned until last year where I actually learned and I purchased my first motorcycle and now go on lots of rides around the hills in India, which is just amazing. But more than that, I feel like it's a really interesting book because the whole book feels like this really long and meandering inquiry. It's like juxtaposed between, so basically there's a guy um, who's taking his son for a really long ride, right, across the US, across the country. So part of the book is just simply narrating that and the experience of it and all the thoughts he's having, observations that he's making along the way. The other part of the book is literally like a, philosoph a philosophical inquiry into the question, what is quality? And every single time, like every single chapter where he asks himself that question and like probes an answer and feels that he's got to an answer, he suddenly realizes that there are 10 more questions that he needs to consider. And it takes him down this really long and deep rabbit hole about the nature of quality and what it is actually mean. And for me, I feel like any creative project or product or startups or also inquiries in a way, and I don't feel this is talked about enough, like ultimately startups are responses to questions and the better the response, the better the startup, the better the product. And it's never a linear journey. It's not, okay, you have an idea, you have a question, you answer it, you move on to the next thing. It, it's the meandering thing. It's a real wormhole. And I feel like that book really embraces the creative process of, ask, uh, of asking questions, come up, coming up with answers, and those answers inspiring even better questions. And that's like the product development cycle. You have a thesis, you go and validate or invalidate it, and then it leads to another thesis, and you just keep going. And I think as if you can do like a number of cycles, like that's basically innovation, and you keep coming up with really great stuff. Maybe a little bit meta, but that for me is, I, I, I feel like I learned a lot just about the creative process through that particular book. Next one would be Stephen Johnson's book called Wonderland. And uh, it's all about how play made the modern world. And his thesis is essentially that the world wasn't really created through cold calculation. Mm. Oftentimes, when you look at everyday products that we use or experiences that we see, 
Sometimes we think that these were all the result of some strategy people thinking, mm. right? In a conference room and like they were everyone like uh, rash, rational utility maximizers um, looking to pursue profits and self-interest and all of that. But the reality is when you look at a lot of the really interesting things around the world, whether it's like colors that we've been used that have come from particular dyes or even like coffee beans or spices that we use in everyday ingredients, these were not pursued because of economic opportunity. They were pursued just because someone was curious about them. Someone was just like, what, ask the question, what if, right? Someone put something in their mouth one day and it like, it created a sensation and suddenly an entire like spice industry formed around that. So my biggest takeaway from that book is that focus on play. I feel a lot of people put pressure on themselves to come up with serious ideas and put on a serious hat when it comes to work and their life. And I don't think you need to do that. I think you should be childlike in your approach to innovation and, and you go deep into your interests because there's almost certainly economic opportunity around that, but you have to dive deep into the core thing itself. I really love that book. I feel like I, I that book just helped articulate a lot of the stuff that I was feeling and thinking for a while. And I, I didn't really know how to put it into words. So that was, I was grateful for that. And one more book, which I'm almost, I've, I'm halfway through at the moment, is uh, a book by the founders of IDEO, David Kelly and Tom Kelly brothers, called Creative Confidence. And it's all about like, how do you tap into your inner creativity and how do you have the confidence to pursue that creativity? And it's a really beautiful read. And I feel like it doesn't matter whether you're a, a working in the creative industry or you're working in a completely different sector. I think that's, that, that is a book for everyone because I feel like confidence is really important. Everyone, I, I feel like beyond a certain threshold of intelligence and talent and hard work, it, it comes down to like self-belief and confidence. And it's easy to say, just be confident, but that's really tough, right? Like it's something that you can't just like psychologically tell yourself and get. And there's a lot of tools and activities and processes that you can use to help cultivate them, that confidence, whether it's through, as we're discussing on the podcast, like whether it's making cheap prototypes. If you're on the fence about an idea and you're not sure whether you want to leave your job to pursue it, build up your creative confidence in the idea. And that means prototype it, right? Make it into a really simple version, share it with a few friends, draw some wireframes on paper and show it to a potential customer. Is it interesting? Is it not? And, and that just helps build your creative confidence. And I feel like that is the world I don't think is in deficit of creativity. I feel it's in deficit of creative confidence. And as people cultivate that, there'll be a lot of like really interesting opportunities. It will just lead to a, a much more colorful and playful world to live in. So yeah, those are my recommendations. Oh, I love those. Thank you so much for sharing your recommended reads with us. Definitely worth checking out Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, Wonderland and Creative Confidence. Uh, thank you so much for sharing those uh, recommendations, Drew. Thank you, Belle. Thank you so much.